Welcome to the Film Comment podcast. I'm Devika Girish, the co-deputy editor of Film Comment, and I'm reporting from La Croisette. The 2023 Cannes Film Festival is underway through May 28th, and myself and the Film Comment crew are on the ground to keep you updated with all the cinematic goings on here with dispatches, podcasts, interviews, and more. On today's episode, I was joined by Steve McQueen, the director of Occupied City, one of the early standouts at the festival. It's a more than 4-hour opus that combines a voiceover drawn from a book written by Bianca Stichter, McQueen's collaborator and partner, about the Nazi occupation of Amsterdam, with footage of the city shot by McQueen in the last 3 to 4 years. The result is a haunting superimposition of the past and the present that makes us think about the ways in which the spaces we occupy today are resonant with the scars of history. I talked to McQueen about the genesis of the film, the experience of making it during the pandemic amid all kinds of protests, and why it feels so crucial to revisit history right now. I hope you enjoy the conversation. All right. So, I'm on a beautiful terrace in Cannes. and i'm very pleased to be sitting down here with steve mcqueen the director of uh one of the more significant already acclaimed movies that has premiered at cannes this year occupied city steve a real pleasure to have you on the film comment podcast thank you for having me so um i'm going to jump right into it and i want to ask you a little bit about the moment when you realize that bianca's book which you take the text from uh, bianca stichter's book atlas of an occupied city and then you kind of juxtapose it with these images of present day amsterdam at what point did you think that that atlas could be the foundation for a film well um growing up in britain in in, in london in a non occupied mm. city i was really confronted with the past in the present when i started to live in the Amsterdam 27 years ago um you know we I would walk past a building and there'd be a monument a little monument there and I and I'll say to Bianca well what's what's that what's what's that for that because that's where they you know gathered 30 people together and executed them because a German soldier was uh, was assassinated um and that was really confronting because the whole idea of this city um having all these ghosts um within my everyday because I pass buildings and again it's Amsterdam is a 17th century city so mm. you know that these buildings are still uh, are, are, are still there you know is uh, you know it wasn't bombed uh, they threatened to bomb Amsterdam when they when they bombed um uh, Rotterdam and obviously the Dutch surrendered um so therefore this this confrontation was the, 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 the that the confrontation was 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 the first thing and then I you know just mulling about these things as, as you do i was thinking oh what happens if i got some footage mm. from like you know around that time in like 1940 or whatever mm. 1941 whatever and then projected shot the exact same because it's a 17th century city then i could shoot the same kind of footage and then project on top of that footage reinforcing the buildings but at the same time seeing the living and the dead i thought it was thinking of, of, of as an actual art, an artwork as, mm. as a just as to see physically the living and the dead oh i can do that yeah so you see the ghost from the past in the present but then when bianca was writing her book i thought oh interesting maybe this is is her hearing her hearing a text which is so sort of factual 
And I thought, oh, that could be even more interesting just to sort of have the present, just the present day and, mm. and to sort of project the present through text onto, sorry, project the, the past onto the present through text in a way. Um, and it obviously it's not projected, but it's in some ways it is, yeah. Uh, you know, projected rather. Hmm. Uh, um, and I thought that could be interesting. And, and that was the start of it. That that started like in 2000 and, uh, Two- 2005 or something like 2006. Oh, that's, I mean, that's way before the pandemic. And- well, right now I'm living in 2016. Often I plant seeds and, you know, every seven years something may become to fruition. Things have to take. You know, things that you mull over, you know, things aren't... Closer. So right now, again, it's like, like I said, it's like things in my head are not, um, you know, you plant a lot of, you know, and see what, 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 uh, you know, what crops, you know, flourishes and what withers and dies. So, yeah, mm. I always think in, I don't know why that is, but there's, there's a lot of things going on and the, mm. sometimes things just take time to mature, yeah. So when did you start shooting the footage? What year was that? We did test shoot in 2019 and we started shooting in 2020. So a lot changed in between 2019 and 2020, right? I mean, did the pandemic sort of COVID? No, the pandemic did not start then. That was that was a weird thing. We we started shooting. Mm. I think 2019. We started shooting before the pandemic. The pandemic was 2020. Yeah, early, I mean, late 2019, early 2020 is when. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, I think it was around. It was about February, March 2020. Right. So we started shooting before that. And so, I mean, what changed? I mean, did, uh, did well, the decision. lockdowns happen while you were shooting? Well, 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 well what happened? Actually, we're shooting just, look, I, a decision had to be made. Do we, mm. do, do we start? Do we not start? So yeah. then we said, look, you know, let's get on with it. I mean, this is, this is, this is how it is. This is, this is, this is the world how it is. And, the, and this is what, what I want to do. I want to embrace the, the present, whatever it mm. is. So, you know, it, it wasn't scripted. It's just how it is. Um, and that was the decision to jump with two feet. And... You know, then when you were filming during the lockdowns, I mean, so many shots of the film are are from a lockdown Amsterdam, yes, if I'm yes, correct. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the streets look different than I would imagine they look they now. Would have, they would have done. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. that was, you know, again, that was in my decision making what to do. But I thought, well, this is, we have to embrace this. Um, you know, it's like, uh, you have to embrace what, what what's going on. And that's how it is. Um and it was at the same time. It was. It wasn't difficult. It was just let's get on with it. Let's see what we'll find. I mean, that was it. And what did you feel you found in shooting during that time? What did I? What did I think I found? Well, I found a heightened reality, mm. a very heightened reality, which was kind of interesting for our for our project. It was a crisis moment, wasn't it? It was. A, it was a yeah. crisis moment. You know. You know. Again, it's, it's something which is you know. You know. In, in living memory. Has never been experienced, and, and you know, it, it it was it was very confronting, and um, you know, it, it was, and I think it, it upped the temperature on a lot of things. I mean, literally, you know, the protests and and what happened with George Floyd, and mm. you know, the killing of George Floyd, you know, the, the climate change, um, COVID obviously itself, the Ukraine. There's, I mean, a lot of things happened in in the last three years, yeah, which was an unfathomable, you know, just unthinkable. Unthinkable. Yeah, and I think, it's, and of course, the, the capital, the, the, the capital riots and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. I mean, I think it's already quite powerful to see the text, uh, you know, Bianca's text, sort of superimposed over locations from the present day. There's mm. this kind of ontology to it, mm. this realization that, and for all of us, not just those of us living in Amsterdam, I think, or are in occupied cities, I think this realization that the streets that we walk on yes. are repositories of precisely, you know, great 
sometimes very bloody histories. Yes, it's local, but, but global. Yeah. I remember, actually, and funny enough, um, I was in Washington. I was in Washington. Uh, we, we, I was meeting Obama and some other people as well. I remember walking around, and my, me and my wife were just walking around. I said, oh, let's just walk. And then we saw the tavern mm. where Solomon Northup from 12 Years Slave was kidnapped we saw the tavern right there this is this is a tavern but there's no markings there's no no notification but this is where the building's still there mm. and then we walked to some other place and we found out that where, the actual location where solomon northup was imprisoned in a, in a slave pen in washington was now a, a u.s military um an institution in washington oh i was like my, my goodness God. and there's no plan there's nothing it's like yeah so it was interesting. I just think, we're, you know, we were just, you know, you know, interested in, in locations and so forth. Where, and then there it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. There's the map. There it is. Yeah. And during this time when you were shooting, I think there's there were a lot of conversations during the pandemic and the protest against the murder of George Floyd, which, yes, of course, yes, yes. ballooned into so much more about historical amnesia and historical commemoration. I mean, even in the UK, about which statues, oh, yeah. you know, should be allowed to persist? What should we celebrate publicly? Yes, yes. And now there are battles being fought over what should be taught in textbooks. And there well, is this... Yeah, there's so little, that we, less, less we forget, huh? Um, I think, and that's in some ways, Occupy City just, we, you know, we, it's, it's there. It's, it's sort of that, as you said, that projection, as you said, that onto the, onto the present, the past... It's very confrontational, right. and sometimes the the sometimes like in the film the 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 present erases the the past. We don't want to hear it. We don't want. It's like when those <laughs> those kids are building their spliffs and someone's like origami, and they're like they're saying, okay, enough with the um, you know uh, you know the the, the sort of the, um, you know the uh, you know the dead people. Enough with the sort yeah. of um, you know concentration camps. You know, come on, enough with it. I just want to roll my spliff, and you know what. Hats off to them, absolutely. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, guys, we, we have to not forget what brought us the fact that you can actually have that spliff. It was blood, sweat, and tears. And it's interesting yeah. to sort of, again, it's, again, Occupy City is not a history lesson. It's, it's an experience. Mm. It's not a history lesson. So that is actually what I wanted to ask you about. Like, What does a film like this do? that a book cannot do, that a statue cannot do. I think there is something very specific and yes. special about it. Yes, I think it puts you in a, it's time. It's, it's, mm. it's, 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 I think it's, 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 it's time. And, and again, you can't focus on it all the time. You, you, you do things, you slip out, it's too heavy. The information I'm giving you is a lot. And sometimes you look at the images rather than listen to text. Sometimes you just look at the text or the images. Sometimes you think about something else. But it's like a, a classical concert in that way. You do drift off to other things, and you come then you come back in. But that's part of it, you know. Again, you you know, it's not um, you know, it's not ticking boxes. It's actually you know, who am I within this context of this piece? Mm. Um, so it is a long film, over four hours, and I think the duration does something to you, like you're describing. But at the same time, it is not even close to comprehensive, right? It cannot be. Well, that's it. That, yeah. this, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, this film couldn't be an hour and a half. You know, it, but even when it's four hours or more, you know, you, you still can't hold it all. But that, it, it, the journey is important for you to understand that. Mm. The journey is important for you to understand that. 
I mean, I shot 36 hours of footage, I mean, and at some point, I want to sort of, uh, you know, present that, but in, in, in a different form. Hmm. I mean, I shot everything, everything in the book. So, you know, this was... Every th- location in the book. Yes. Wow. So it's 36 hours. So therefore, you know, the four hours that you see was, was, a, was a wanting to sort of consolidate something into a, a, a feature setting. Mm. And how did you arrive at that rhythm, that length? I mean, how did you know when to stop, basically, stop the film? Like, this is, these are the boundaries of the film. A lot of hours, a lot of days, a lot of months, a lot of time. Again, just working with the material. I mean, like mm. I said, we had 36 hours of material. I don't know how much hundreds of hours I saw. Because um, again, we shot film, 30, we shot 35 millimeter right. film. So that process was so important. That ritual was so important to the process because it was sort of um, very respectful. Of course, the obviously the... Um, the, uh, the the material is you know one has to be obviously it's not without doubt yeah but also with with, with the sort of ritual of actually shooting it it, it actually helped with decision making it helped with how hmm. again you only got a five minute roll where you show how you, I mean I, that's how I grew up making films I shot on, on Super Eight so when I rattled off you know twenty seconds of footage I was, oh my god that's you know that's seventy pence mm. <laughs> so I so in fact that's how I learned my craft because if things were so ex- the economics of means. The cartridges of the Super 8 were so expensive that I had to have a, a kind of an idea what I wanted to shoot before. And that taught me craft. Mm. So nowadays I know people sort of rattle off you know, 18 hours of footage on, on digital to edit into something in half an hour. But I didn't have that option. I had to sort of, you know, um, have an understanding of what I wanted to a certain extent. You're listening to the Film Comment Podcast. Sign up today for the Film Comment Letter. It's a free weekly digital newsletter featuring original film criticism and writing by Film Comment's editors and brilliant contributors. The letter delivers exclusive features, reviews, interviews, streaming picks, news, and more directly to subscribers' inboxes every Thursday before they're published on filmcomment.com the following Monday. Sign up today at filmcomment.com. One thing I was really struck by visually was just, to put it simply, how beautiful the footage is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's just uh, one of your signatures. I mean, your work, whether in installation or, or, you know, video work or film, I always find has this very precise visual sensibility. And here, you know, I, I was wondering how you were thinking about things like beauty. You know, there is this... I, uh, for me, there was something about like listening to these really awful histories, and then looking at these very beautiful images. Well, I think I think it's too much of a generalization. I think beautiful mm. is composition. It's not. It's not. It's, it's actually the image should tell you a story. If it's if it's just if it's being beautiful, then I'm I'm not interested. I'll, I'll throw it away. Mm. Um, I, you know, um, that's not. I don't. I don't. Maybe. I mean, again, it's 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 composition. It's, it's not necessarily beautiful i i don't go for them i know i remember having you know, it was a very good obviously robbie muller was a very dear friend of mine and mm. then we were we throw it away we said now we turn to turn our back on it just because it's it's about what what can an image tell you how many narratives can one image tell you so maybe it stimulates me like in, in that but at the same time sometimes you know the most horrible things happen in the most beautiful places or you know there's, there's a sense of you know perversity as well because we are human beings and that's what it is it's yeah. hugely perverse about even the stories we're, we're, we're talking about I mean Amsterdam is a beautiful city and within this beautiful city happened these horrendous you know 
atrocities. Mm. I was I was reminded of this exhibition John Acomfra did during the pandemic, mm-hmm. which was he called it the beauty of disaster. Do you have it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, like like I said, the most beautiful things happen. The most hor- hor- sorry, the most horrific things happen. In the most beautiful places. But yeah. it's about us. It's about the perversity of life. Yeah. That's what it is. So uh, tell me how you went about matching the voiceover to certain images, like parts of the voiceover. So if you obviously shot a lot of footage in yeah, each location, yeah, yeah, yeah. what sort of juxtapositions or associations were you hoping well, to create? Well, there weren't. There weren't. There weren't any sort of. Uh, uh, juxtapositions in, in that way because it was just telling you what happened in that location at that time so I didn't have a it wasn't a case of oh I'll put that there because that will emphasize that no mm. I think it was about what happened there and what's happening there now so there wasn't any kind of um, oh I'll put I'll, tr- I'll illustrate that no I'm not interested in it, it sometimes okay, again sometimes the images are took you know uh, counter from each other mm. and sometimes bike was maybe similar or not or or again it's like you know you know one can make sense out of it or, or one could talk nonsense about it mm. you know um you know it's kind of interesting um hearing things in some ways of um you know people can actually say oh this is about this it's about this or this is similar to this and i was like oh okay is it okay you know mm. it's kind of interesting in the sense of um you know, there was something I remember. Yeah, you know, there's something I think uh, someone told me about something about anti-vaxxers, and that you know, uh, 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 you know, again, I think the, the demonstration on on the, on the museum museum square. Yeah. And you know, you know, you know that you know, I'm not supportive of anti-vaxxers at all. You know, um, and it's kind of interesting in the sense that you know people can project whatever they want to project onto those narratives, of course. Yeah. But you know, it was about what happened then and what's happening now. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder mm. what the, if the moment you're talking about, which I found very striking too, is that the voiceover is talking about Nazi curfews, mm. and I think we see images of protests against COVID nineteen curfews in Amsterdam at one point, or or anti vax demonstrations. Nazi, not, uh, is it, did, she, did, she, did this person talk about Nazi? people protesting about the Nazi curfew? No, the voiceover is talking about, like, uh, the curfews imposed by the Nazis. That's it. That's when we're at dark. That's when we're going to... Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and I found that really striking because, um, you know, I, I, from my understanding, you're, like, you're presenting the present-day images without context. Yes. But these ironies are emerging because... Yes, yes, yes. I think also it's... it's, there's, There's... I keep... I think... What's interesting for me is the fact that we were confronted. I think that just, I mean, to confront something like that where you are at that time, that's mm. one part where at that time with this lockdown, because we're talking about this lockdown. So that, 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 was, yeah. a, that was definitely a, 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 a emerging. But it's one of those things where it was just so kind of interesting to look at what happened then compared to what happened now. Yeah. I think. What about but that? But as far as location is going, that's not about yeah. location. Other things is about location, for example, yeah. with the with the vaccination of the older older folks and stuff like that. And I th- and you know that was about preservation. We are pre- we are preserving and looking after our, our old folks. Yeah, completely. You know that's what it's about, and and right. look at looking after them. You know yeah. completely. Yeah, and I think that juxtaposition made me think that you know we get used to saying like history repeats itself, but it's not just no. that. It's not just that it's, you know, there's these rhymes. 
it's more about confronting like what were we against then and what are we fighting against now no, right and no. what are we trying to what were we trying to save then and what were what are we trying to save now which is yeah, it's interesting what we're trying to save then what we're trying to save now for sure yeah. for sure um and some of that you know i mean uh in the press notes i think you talk a little bit about how a lot of like the world that we ended up dealing with during the pandemic was created after world war 2 you know, and um, so it, it's in a way, it's not that history is just cyclical. It's like, you know, there's causes and effects that you're sort it's of. It's constantly shifting. Yeah. yeah. It's constantly shifting. It's constantly shifting. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, even like me, again, me and you talking together here. I mean, our backgrounds and, and, and what, how, how we, how we got to be here. Yeah. You know, you know, there's, there's a, you know, there's, there's, there's a, you know, it's kind of a lot of violence in me and you having this sort of, Conversation, yeah, in, <laughs> and, uh, in can absolutely, yes. <laughs> in can for sure. So it's nothing can be taken for granted, and I think there's, you know, I think you know, there are limits to people's knowledge, but at the same time, one has to dig a little bit further yeah. than than what they see on the surface. I'm curious about the scenes where you shot in people's homes. Yes, I found them so moving, mm -hmm. especially some of them were combined with a voiceover about, uh, you know, people who were hiding, like yes. Jews hiding from. Uh, the Nazis. How did you gain access to those homes? What conversations did that open up? It was pretty relatively easy because I think people were very, you know, again, I think people are very sort of um, respectful about this, the, the war in Amsterdam. So that was, this accessibility was pretty pretty straightforward. I mm -hmm. mean, sometimes people didn't want to know what, what, what happened in their in, 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 in certain houses. But in general, people were very sort of open to having those, those conversations with us and actually allowing us to film in the house. It was very Again and again, people are living with ghost lamps, and they know that. They know that. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it also, again, like I said, it's seventeenth century city, so it's there's, you know, it was it's there's there's layers and layers of of history. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think sometimes there, you know, Holocaust narratives don't always include the full range of the people who were persecuted. Uh, precisely, yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, and that's something you do include in the film, you know. Uh, Black people. Well, I'm very happy you mentioned that. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, maybe take someone like yourself to, to notice that because no one else has. And you know, it's, it's Surinamese, Indonesian, um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, Asian. I mean, it's very important. To, uh, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, you know. Again, you know, the, the traveler communities, gay communities. Yep. You know, I mean, you know, um, yeah, it takes you to mention it because no one else has. You know? Well, I, I found that very striking, also because that made that juxtaposition of the past and present so much more powerful, mm. you know, because I think that there is, it makes you realize that a lot of what we're dealing with in the present is not so different from the past. Not at all. You I know? mean, what, what, what we're dealing with now, as you, uh, you know, banning books, as you said before, um, not like, you know, in, 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 you know non-gender people being persecuted. Right. It's, 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 it really is, um, you know, it's, it's horrendous. You know, uh, the attack on Asian Americans, uh, increasing the far right. Uh, you know, the racism. You know, again, bloody black women. It's 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 really is something, which I think this film puts in, in, in into the foreground. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of a continuum. Tries to. Yeah. Mm. Um, By using that particular narrative, yes. Right. We're almost out of time, but I did want to ask you. You know, your just last narrative project. Uh, the Small Act series, which I'm such a huge fan of, almost did something similar through completely different modes, but it excavated these histories, you know, um, 
of British histories that are erased or unaddressed. And I'm just wondering how working on these two projects, it seems like quite soon one after the other, you know, what, what that maybe opened up for you, how it has made you rethink I think, your I own think, hometown? I think, I, well, I think a lot. I think it goes back to, I did a project called Year Three, mm. where I, an artwork project, where I was um, going to, but basically I, I photographed, I, I, my, the attempt was to photograph every year three school in London. We, we got to photograph like over 70% of the schools. And I think that brought me back home. And I think Small Axe did as well mm. to re-excavate, you know, my own past and 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 uh, and uh, and, uh, and therefore Small and therefore excuse me, Occupy City has done the same because I've lived in Amsterdam for twenty-seven years. Mm. So all these things are, are are connected, unearthing which 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 my everyday, and not wanting to be blind and not wanting to sort of walk, sort of in the street, sort of um, ignorant. Of mm. what was what, what's what, what's beneath my feet, what's beneath my feet. It's very important, I feel, that to to sort of understand oneself is to understand one's own environment and history of that environment. Um, and I don't want to be blind. I just don't want to be blind. I think that's a great note to wrap up this conversation. Yeah, I know. And also, <laughs> no matter how painful it is, I feel it can only make me grow it can only yeah. make us all grow it, you know i you know i don't matter how painful it is it can only make us grow i mean to live in ignorance ignorance is bliss i, I feel is it is as as you can see with occupy city you can see where we are how we are now it could be our downfall right i mean it you ignore something you repress it it comes back for you eventually right that's Absolutely. what that's what your film is is showing it comes back it yeah. comes back for you uh, well, thank you so much, Steve. This was a wonderful conversation and I appreciate your time and, and your film. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Film Comment podcast features original music by Greg Einge. Film Comment is a publication of Film at Lincoln Center. Since 1962, Film Comment has been the home of independent film journalism, publishing in-depth interviews, critical analysis, and feature coverage of mainstream, art house, and avant-garde filmmaking from around the world. Visit us online at filmcommon.com.